Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia Agnello, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Watch Hacks, streaming exclusively on Max, and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. Whether it's her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct has everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Portions of This is Americans Live, the improvised documentary podcast, are brought to you by listeners like yourself, our esteemed sponsors, and the all-powerful, all-knowing random sentence generator, which inspires the stories you're about to hear. Yes, whenever you hear this sound, the next sentence you hear is a random sentence provided by our revered, omnipotent random sentence generator. For more This is Americans Live, listen to more episodes of This is Americans Live, I guess. And now... Your first random sentence. The Great Dane looked more like a horse than a dog. At least that's what everybody in the neighborhood thought. I thought it was a horse. We were on our walk in the morning, mm-hmm. and uh, I, I, I looked off in the distance, and I said, look at that horse over there. You never thought that it might be a dog? Uh, it never really crossed my mind, actually. Was there anybody walking it, or is it just free-roaming? Yeah, somebody was walking it with a, with a, a leash on it, and I, I remember thinking to myself, look at that horse on a leash being walked by someone as if it were a dog. But then they, they never got on. Usually you see a person it was so walking weird. a horse and then they get on it. It was so weird. And then I wondered if that was the same. Because remember last night, remember I, I called you and I said, uh, mm-hmm. hey, hey, it's three in the morning and this horse next door is barking like a dog. Remember? Yeah. I, that that horse kept me up all night barking like a dog. It was crazy. And my, my first thought was, when did they teach that horse to bark? I know. And that was the dynamic of their friendship. They would call each other in the middle of the night, sometimes in the middle of the day. They'd say, hey, did you see something that they thought was something else or just general gossip about the neighborhood? So I called him up. It was four o'clock in the morning. I was asleep. He was asleep. And I said, hey, earlier today, did you see that airplane that had a propeller on it and it was making a helicopter sound? And I said, was it the one around two, three in the afternoon above our houses? Yeah. The one that was shining the light Mm-hmm. Spotlight trying mm-hmm. to catch somebody mm-hmm. is the craziest. How long did it take you guys before you guys published your first magazine? <laughs> it, was, it was pretty soon after. Yeah. I mean, a lot of people in the neighborhood want to know what's going on. Yeah. 
And I think, um, you know, with uh, conglomerates buying up all the newspapers, there's no local news anymore. Yeah. And so so we started publishing, can you believe what I saw a magazine? And right now it's just Quigley Street, but we hope to expand yeah. to other streets. And the weird thing about our magazine is that uh, it actually it looks like a, a book. Mm-hmm. You got a hard cover. Well, we want to uh, be classy. And a lot of pages and mm-hmm. no, no pictures, but it's... Uh, the magazine. They were pretty successful with their venture with this magazine slash book turned into it's a magazine. They didn't realize that there was a competing local gabbler. I went to go talk to the, the editor of the local gab. Yeah, I've been editing the local gabbler going on 29 days. And uh, this Johnny come lately comes in here with this look what I saw. Can you believe what I saw? Book posing as a magazine. Why do you feel like you have such a, a footing in this industry of only doing it for 29 days? Uh, because nobody else was doing it up until this point. First come, first rich. But if they think that they can come into my neighborhood and start printing a competing b- book size magazine... Because my magazine, The Local Gabbler, I also talk about things that I see. For example, in the next issue, I'll be doing a four-page spread about a guy interviewing me. I decided to talk to some of the locals, see if they had a, an opinion. More like a Pepsi choice, The Local Gabbler, or a, the other one. What is this now? What is this? Is there two what's? There are magazines that... Um, kind of talk about things that, that they see. It's about rumors, yeah. I, ah, or, this or, is the first I'm hearing of any sort of publication like this. I don't really have any thoughts on it one way or the other. I'm not really giving you much, so we should probably just start the show. <laughs> <laughs> this is This is Americans Live. I'm your host, Ari, with producer Andy. Our special guest contributor for this episode is Jacob Reed. And our show will be using our trusty sense generator to bring you story in three improvised acts. This week's theme, secrets. We all have them. I have them. You probably have some, but we keep them to ourselves. In a safe, in our mind, we don't tell other people, but sometimes secrets come out. Stay with us. Act one. It took him a month to finish the meal. He'd started it exactly 30 days prior. A big meal. A meal that he could put back in the fridge and then repeat every day. But he was hacking away at it like a redwood. What started out was a gigantic smorgasbord was slowly turning into a snack. Honey, what are you doing down here? Come to bed. I'm savoring it. Ah, this meal again. I paid for it. When I'm gonna get my money's worth. You and your meal. This is the world's largest chicken parmigiana. Okay, well, I'm just going to go to bed then. I'll be up a couple hours. Yeah, right. What do you mean, yeah, right? You don't believe me? I don't believe you. You've been eating this meal nonstop for 30 days. Of course you're not going to come upstairs. You're going to sit here and you're going to eat it and you're going to fall asleep in it. Damn straight. Do you find that the taste of the first bite is very different than the taste that you're having tonight? The taste of the meal changes and matures over days and days. Starts out fresh and festers and blossoms like a wine. It ages. Yeah. Right, right. You mind if I... No, go, go, ahead. Uh, go ahead. Hello? Go ahead, please. Yes, hi. My name is Saul Frankfurt. I represent the uh, Guinness World Records Committee. I'm afraid I have some unfortunate news. There was a man in Knoxville who has been eating the same meal for 33 days. This sort of thing is never easy. But it, wait, he finished it? Yeah, he finished it. But well, I'm still eating. Well, I, I don't mean to interrupt you. I'm sorry. 
good good luck to you, sir. I decided to go meet the other guy, the competitor. Mm. 33 days! Mm. What exactly are you eating? What is that? A pastrami? Uh, it's uh, a giant pretzel. It smells a lot like pastrami. Well, it's a good... Probably because it's been out dip, for a while. Yeah. The dip that I'm using dip, is exactly. pastrami pretzel. Why? <laughs> is there a follow-up question, sir? Yeah, I was getting to it. Sorry. What is it? Um, I forgot. I'm so distracted by your smacking that oh, I just, no. I've lost all my faculties as an interviewer. Dad, are you coming to my third grade graduation? Two questions. Does it conflict with my eating? And second question, why do you have a third grade graduation ceremony? I, I don't know if it conflicts with your eating because you're always eating that pastrami pretzel. And teacher says third grade graduation is important because then you mark the day that you become a fourth grader. Well, teacher doesn't know uh, about the high sticks of this food eating. What's the, uh, <laughs> you want to do another one? <laughs> yeah. Yes. Another one. Yeah. Act one. He had accidentally hacked into his company's server. Originally, he was just playing a game of solitaire, and all of a sudden, all these company files started popping up, populating his screen, and he knew all their secrets, all their indiscretions. Put this queen here. Whoa, I don't think I should be looking at this. Can I get IT over here? Alan, Alan, come look at this this screen. Look what popped up. Is Is this all right? Yeah, we had always had problems with Barry. He um he would frequently be playing Minesweeper or Solitaire, which first of all, you really shouldn't be doing on company time. But uh, invariably, he would end up on some pornographic site or company files or a government server. And um, he's either the stupidest person I've ever met or the smartest. So he was kind of like a hacker, idiot savant kind of type. Yeah, I guess so. I, I, I wanted to turn him in. Why didn't you? Guess I really should have. First thing I'm gonna do is hack into the mainframe, trace the keystrokes, and then we'll be in. Alright, here we go. Help. Just gonna. You've got mail. Ooh, that's cool. Uh, no, no, no time for that now. Alright, okay. If you don't hack into this server within 30 minutes, I'm gonna bring in somebody else. I, I can do it. I can do it, boss. And I'll just hack into one, seven, seven, seven. The hell with it. Call Barry. Call Barry. And it was at that moment we figured out that he could only do it if he was trying not to do it. What would you have him do? You just bring him to the computer and just... I would tell him he had to do a snood and then, um, you know, we would be into NORAD. To do what? A snood. What's that? A snood is a, um, it's a computer game for morons. It's, um, (laughs) you blast a, uh, there's different faces, right? I'd gone to the archives. I wanted to see what this snood was, so I had to find the commercial for snood and... He was right. Hey, kids, do you like games? Yeah. yeah. Are you also a moron? What? Then you'll love Snood, the game for kids who are also morons. It's a game for morons. Tommy takes a turn. Yeah, what's a turn? So you had Barry uh, just hop on the computer, and uh, he would just hack into NORAD. He didn't even know what he was doing. Yeah, well, he's a savant, and we were trying to get the missile codes, right, for the United States systems. All right, I mean, the boss says I'm not supposed to be playing snood, but I guess I'll guess I'll play anyway, since you got a gun to my head. Oh, what is this? What are these missiles? Something that's NORAD something? I don't, I don't know what that is. Do you want me to take a screenshot and send this to you? Just keep going. Okay. Uh, let's see. Where, okay, one player... And, Oh, what is this? Schematics of, of the Pentagon? Just I don't keep know. snooting. You're doing such good snooting. Okay. Uh, okay, where do I... 
how do I pick my pick my sprite? Oh, whoa! This is social security number and, don't worry and, and about credit it. card information. You're getting a high general? score. Just uh, don't. Yeah, just it's all good. Okay, this doesn't seem right. A few years went by. Barry was recruited by the NSA. So you want me to go to a different country? We want you to get into an internet cafe and just play games, Barry. That's what the U.S. military wants you to do. Can you do that for your country? I mean, I guess. We're giving you a stipend of $1.2 million a year to go into internet cafes and play free web games and look at pornography. Exactly. All right. Well, bye. Uh, what you would like to play? Uh, we have all types of internet cafe computers. Uh, this one is for Minesweep. This one is for, uh, you know, like, uh, you know, pornographic stuff. You can pick whatever you like. You guys have Fuji Golf. Remember Fuji Golf? Yes, we have Fuji Golf. This one in this computer here all right. is Fuji Golf. You okay. play and then we charge you after, yes? Oh, yeah, it sounds good to me. All right, here we go. I'm going to use the nine iron and. Wait, Vladimir Putin's cell phone number? I don't know. Hello? <laughs> Coming up, Act 2. But first, a word from our esteemed sponsors. Stay with us. Hacks is back for Season 3, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia and Yellow, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Stadsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Jean Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with Hacks writer and actor Pat Regan, on how their improv experience helped them when shooting scenes and what it was like writing scripts for specific actors. You'll also hear from crew members like the costume designers on what it was like creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Hear stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and more. Watch Hacks streaming exclusively on Max and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. Are you tired of your scented cleaning products smelling and cleaning like meh? Then it's time for an upgrade with the power of Clorox Sentiva. With an uplifting scent that smells like coconut, Clorox Sentiva gives you powerful clean like Clorox, but a feeling like (sighs) being transported to a tropical island retreat. Imagine putting your phone on Do Not Disturb, tuning out all the constant... Just the feeling of warm sand in between your toes and a fruity drink in your hand. The ones with the little umbrella. Refresh your home to feel like an all-inclusive vacation by getting Clorox Sentiva. Also available in grapefruit and lavender scents at a nearby retail store. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Act 2, interview. Our special guest contributor is Jacob Reed. Welcome. Welcome. Thank you for having me. Thank you for being here. How long have you been a listener to the show? Ever since I can remember. Oh, wow. Yeah. It seems to be a very popular Yeah. with people. <laughs> Everybody's talking about it. Everybody says. Yeah. I, I feel like my parents used to play this in the car when yeah. they would. It's possible. Yeah. Yep. Well, I've been around for a while. So uh, tell us a little about yourself, Jacob. Do we know each other in real life? We sort of. 
go way back. So you currently, from what I understand, you have a family. I do. I um, have a family. I have a, a, a wife uh, and a, a small child. I have a toddler. Yes. He's 20 months old wow. as of this moment. So what are you, you going to do when he's 21? Uh, I'm going to teach him to drink, baby. You're going to give our son alcohol just because he's 21 months? Yeah. yeah. Ma, don't be such a buzzkill, goo goo gaga. Pops wants to give me a beer too on my 21 month birthday. I think I get a beer on my 21 bir- 21 month birthday. We taught him to drive when he was 16 months. We gave him a cigarette when he turned 18 months. And I dig that about you, Pop. He's going to rent a car when he's 25 months. We did a quinsay at 15. We did a bar mitzvah at 13. You covered all the bases, basically. Yeah, I want to be a good dad. So how did you meet your wife? This is real now. Everything's real. Okay. <laughs> I'm sorry to be so thrown by it. No, it's okay. Um, I wasn't really your baby <laughs> just now, though. I, but you sounded no, just like yeah, him. I was, I was the, playing the the part of you. If I shut my eyes, it sounded child. exactly like my son. <laughs> Sometimes um, the producer will take us back to a moment in time. That you may have just mentioned. Just know that. <laughs> got it. Got it. Got it. Got it. Great. And that's just him. That's not me. It's him. Got it. Okay. Because I would just prefer to stay in the interview. Got it. Right. How'd you meet your wife? Uh, we met in college. What class? We never had any classes together that I know of. Um, but we, it was in the early days of Facebook where you like run into someone once, you know, their first name and like, that's it. And you truly could stalk them. It wasn't as creep. I mean, maybe it was, but it didn't feel as creepy back then. Everyone of any gender, like you meet someone, you look them up and then your friends on Facebook and you might not ever talk to them again. How long were you stalking her online (laughs) before you actually popped the question? Hi. All right. Hi. I'm the maid of honor. I'd like to make a toast, please, to the happy couple. So, Heather, I remember when you came back to our dorm and you told me you barely came into contact with a man and now you're pretty scared because... He's watching you and stalking you, and you think he might be the one. Remember when you said that? Yeah, I do. And I just want to say, I am so glad that the judge didn't enforce the restraining order, because had he done that, we wouldn't all be here today. Thank you. Thank you. Jacob, we're all still kind of scared, but we know that eventually, once she gets to know you, you will be Perfect for each other, and that's all I got. That's all I got. That's all I got. Thank you so much. Give me a hug. Come here. Come no, here. No, give you hug. You give me a hug. 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 Is that, is that kind of how it went? <laughs> no. Not at all? Only a couple things different. Okay, gotcha. As you know that she was going to be the one for you? I feel like I knew really early on. Like uh, the the cliche of like, just you know, mm-hmm. we had been dating for, uh, well, maybe not that we were going to get married, but we had been dating for a couple weeks and I was like, oh shit. Like I, I, I don't think I wanted a serious relationship at that point. You and realize, um, you were bit, huh? You were bitten. It just, fe- it just by the love bug. It just felt bug. like a connection where it was like, oh, this is going to be like a really long. This is going to be a long thing. So you were just like living your single guy life. You know, you had just gone on a few dates with her. You were dating two, three weeks, and you were up getting your normal Saturday morning cereal, and the love bug just came in there and bit me. Bit, bit you. you. Yeah, I mean, pretty what much. Love, that's how the love bug works. Yes. <laughs> 
So um, the famous you, fable of the love bug. Can you walk us through that day when you were eating cereal? <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> Please. I wake up at four thirty in the morning, right. which is what I always do. To get your crispix. Uh, to get my crispix. I what I do is I wake up at four thirty in the morning. <laughs> Gotcha, sucker. Not before I bit you, motherfucker. Yeah, don't try to bite me, asshole. All right, listen. Yeah. I'm going to go right, you go left. But we are going to bite the fuck this out of this cat. We are going to bite him good. Love bug squadron assemble. And Let's go! <laughs> This feels like a different bowl of cereal day. At that point, did you realize that you wanted to eat that bowl with two spoons and you not necessarily holding the other spoon? Yeah. So you got bit by this legion of love bugs. Yeah. I mean, we, we didn't, um, let's see, we started dating in the end of 2011. Yeah. And then we got married 2017. So I must have proposed 2015. When I met her, how long had you, had you guys been dating? Do you remember that day? I don't know. I don't know. What, what was your impression of our relationship when you met us as a couple? Because you had known me. If I'm being completely honest and not being, does not mean me being cheesy, I knew you guys were going to get married. Okay. And next toast is from Ari. Yep. All right. Um, I remember when I saw you guys at DT's, um, I knew you guys were going to get married. I didn't tell her that I knew nor did I tell you that I knew Jacob but I knew and that's how prove it well if you want to listen to my recording that I did right after I had met you two at Tiki T's uh, here let me just play it for you 2012 I can't remember what month it is or what day I'm a little drunk I just left Tiki T's I saw Jacob and his wife or his future wife Heather I'm pretty sure they're going to get married end of recording Aria toast is running a little long. We're going to want to. All right. Thank you so much. This is Jacob and Heather's wedding. Stay with us. <laughs> <laughs> My producer wants me to uh, ask you about being a father because he is also a father. So you guys can share fodder about being fathers. Oh, wow. father fodder. What's been the most surprisingly challenging thing about being a new parent? I think the most surprisingly hard thing is how much baggage you have from how you were raised that you didn't even know existed. Yeah. I think baggage is kind of comes with territory when you when you're a parent. I know my dad brought baggage into the relationship and I bring baggage to the relationship to my kid. You guys want to talk to my dad? Yeah, I would love yeah, to. Yeah, yeah. You have do you have footage of, of your dad? So are we talking to him or are we listening to a recording of him? My dad's here. Hold on. Oh. Hey how you doing? I'm Ari's dad. I'm Ari's dad. You're Ari's dad, Ira. Hi, what's your what's your name? My name is Ira. My son's Ari. Oh. So I raised my kid. Uh, very, very nice to meet you. You're very welcome. You guys. I didn't thank you. Would you like to meet my son? <laughs> <laughs> we, I already know your son pretty well. Hey, what's up, guys? Are those. Hey, uh, hey Ari. What, can, can I talk to your dad again? Yeah, hold on. I, 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 I really want to get to know him. Hey, how you doing? I'm, I'm Ari's dad. <laughs> <laughs> thank you for being part of the show. Thanks for having me. Yeah, this is great. Coming up, Act 3. But first, a word from our sponsors who make this high-quality program possible. Stay with us. Hacks is back for Season 3, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia Agnello, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. 
you'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Jean Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with Hacks writer and actor Pat Regan, on how their improv experience helped them when shooting scenes and what it was like writing scripts for specific actors. You'll also hear from crew members like the costume designers on what it was like creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Hear stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and more. Watch Hacks streaming exclusively on Max and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. Are you tired of your scented cleaning products smelling and cleaning like meh? Then it's time for an upgrade with the power of Clorox Sentiva. With an uplifting scent that smells like coconut, Clorox Sentiva gives you powerful clean like Clorox, but a feeling like <sighs> being transported to a tropical island retreat. Imagine putting your phone on Do Not Disturb, tuning out all the constant. Just the feeling of warm sand in between your toes and a fruity drink in your hand. The ones with the little umbrella. Refresh your home to feel like an all-inclusive vacation by getting Clorox Sentiva. Also available in grapefruit and lavender scents at a nearby retail store. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Act 3. The sun had set and so had his dreams. He had a lot of aspirations to be bigger things and more important than what he was, but anymore. I guess I just need to face it. I'm never going to be the... Don't say it! Don't say it! I'm sorry, I just have to face facts. You're going to be the best juggler. No. No? I'm never. You are, though. Just I can't even... Grab any three things. <sighs> okay, this this knife... Stapler. This, this grab stapler a stapler. And this, this other knife. Go for it. <sighs> yeah. Wait a minute. Doing it. I'm doing it. Look, I'm doing it. And then at that moment, he stabbed himself with the knife. Look, I'm. Do- ah! God! Ah! I told you I couldn't do it! Oh, oh listen. I'm losing a lot of blood, man. Just take. Okay, I'll take you to the doctor. No. I'll take you to the hospital. It's too late. It's too late. No, I'm that. taking you. I'm taking you. Okay. Are you going to carry me to the car oh, or yeah, what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, 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 sorry. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Checking in. Uh, yeah, so he's he's given up on his dreams and he was going to be a really great juggler. And then I gave him like three things to juggle. One of them, two of them were knives. And then he stabbed himself by accident. Would you classify this as an emergency? Visit? Yes, he's bleeding everywhere. Uh, tell my parents. All right, he's being dramatic. Can we please get him into the hospital, please? The doctor will see you now. All right, but uh, seems to be a problem here. He, he, he was juggling two knives and a stapler, and then, and then, and then. Wait, why does this place look like a carnival? Oh, come right this way. Is this the carnival hospital? Yeah, it's the carnival hospital. I just felt a little weird by the way she's like, come this way. So I was like, maybe. Oh, you lost a lot of blood here. We're going to have to do a transfusion. A bearded nurse, come in here. Yes. We please, uh, I need 40, 40, 45 cc's of blood for this. You're coming right up, doctor. <laughs> yeah, everyone said that this hospital feels like a circus, and we just thought, lean in, you know? How did you know that you were going to be treating a lot of, like, carnival performance-type injuries? I guess it just worked out. I guess you build a circus tent, and you're going to 
get clowns. That's what they say. Doctor, doctor, you've got to help my son. He put his head in a, inside of a lion's mouth and he's... Whoa! <laughs> oh, it's time to get his head out of the lion's mouth. I guess we're going to do it. <laughs> uh, those are two of our best surgeons. And um, did their big hands get in the way of doing delicate surgery? They did. Scalpel! Oh, here you go! Sutures! <laughs> Seltzer bottle! But they also perform the first balloonectomy. And that's removing a balloon. Removing a balloon that they had put in and to a re- person. And replacing it with a new balloon. <laughs> Doctor, this llama needs to come out stat! Okay! And it needs to be replaced with a giraffe! We're losing him! So, uh, you opened up two branches? Uh, yeah, we opened up uh, two branches. Um, Circus Hospital North and Circus Hospital South. And Circus Hospital South. Um, we changed the name of Circus Hospital South after a famous musician named their child and copyrighted Circus Hospital South. And so, we now have Circus Hospital North and then Other Hospital, which is not a great name, but everyone knows. They, they know what? Everyone knows that that's the other hospital. Like, if you say, where, what, 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 if you say, where, like, where are you? What's the other like, hospital? where's your grandma at? She's at the other hospital. What? That's the name of the hospital. But so I'm trying to figure out what's, what, what's the name of that one? The other hospital. Right. What's, what do you call that one? Well, one is called Circus Her- Hospital North, North. And then the other hospital is called the other hospital. Yeah, yes, receptionist. I'm, I'm here to I'm here to see my my grandmother. She's slipped and fell in, in the tub. Oh, you're gonna want to call the other hospital. Yeah, okay, which one? The other hospital. Yeah, which one? You just want to you're gonna want to call the other hospital. Yeah, which hospital is that? I, I, I really need pen? to see my grandmother. Do you have She's, a pen? Yeah, uh, yeah. Okay, let me spell it for you. Okay. T H E space O T H E R. I don't have time for this. I, H is in the, hospital. Yeah, which, which and hospital? then O S P I T A L. Yeah, yeah, which which one is it? It's the other hospital. Wait. Is my grandson going to come visit? When? I'm sorry, ma'am. We don't. We don't know. So long. Just hang on. Sure. Just hang on a little bit longer. The other hospital had inadvertently turned into a place for people who had been abandoned by their family. I've been a private investigator for 23 years. Yep. And um, most of our cases over the last three years have ended up uh, just at the other hospital. That's one of the first places we check now whenever we're looking for a missing person. A lot of people get caught in the Abbott and Costello loop of the name of the hospital, and um, that's where they lose them. Uh, I would say most of our business is, at this point, people who end up in the other hospital. And um, some of the time they go missing for years. Epilogue. All right, this meeting of the board of the other hospital is in session. I, as the CEO of this hospital, uh, will now begin. Am I on? Yes, you're on. Can they hear me? Yes, you're on. Who's this? I can't. This is Frank. All right. Uh, We're going to go over the minutes from the last meeting. Uh, We discussed changing the name of the other hospital. Any any suggestions? I move that we call it the other place. I think it should be called not that one. Okay. There's one vote for not that one. Next. I think it should be called the hospital on the other side of town. One vote for the hospital on the other side of town. Oh, you know what? I'd like to I'd like to add maybe calling it, you know, there. Can we talk about our IT issues at the other hospital? If we had some kind of like database where Circus Hospital South, Circus Hospital North could have all of the, you know, then they would know who which patients are at other hospital. We just need somebody. 
Yeah, hey, uh, I'm here to uh, to play. Who called you? Who are you? His name tag says Barry. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, I'm Barry. Um, I'm here to uh, I'm here to play Minesweeper and. Kind of odd. I, I was bringing it up in a company meeting, and you just show up. It's almost like you've been listening to us or something. I I, I was called to to come in and play uh, free cell, and uh, then maybe I can magically hack into the system. Hacking into hospital naming database now. Straightening out all of this hospital naming business now. Let's have a big hand for this moron who bailed us out. For producer Andy and our special guest contributor, Jacob Reed, I'm your host, Ari, and this was This Is Americans Live. Join us next time. Guys, I'm sorry, but this episode is a little short, so we're going to have to do some more random sentences. Okay, here. (laughs) Jason lived his life by the motto, anything worth doing is worth doing poorly. That's what he used to tell himself, kind of like a mantra to failure. As long as you keep your expectations low, you'll never fail. I mean, you'll fail, but you'll you'll be okay with failing. Did you discover this mantra on your own, or did somebody give this to you? I just discovered it on my own. It was a lot of uh, trial and error and error and error and error and error, and I just kind of landed on this. Is there anything that you find worth doing well? Uh, no. You know what? I take that back. There is one thing I do very well, and that's fail at things. In fact, my wife here, I'm just a really, really bad husband. It's true. Terrible husband. One of the worst. Emotionally abusive. But never on purpose, which is why I love him. I try to be a good man, Mm -hmm. but uh, I just don't. Did you ever find that your husband's ability to do things terribly and to fail tremendously, did you feel like that's why you fell in love with him? Okay, honey, what he's doing right now is he's asking you a question, and then you're going to go ahead and be honest and answer I'm just mansplaining to my wife. Which is perfect because... Because you're not supposed to do it. You're not supposed to do that. And I'm doing it anyway. And he set a goal. But I make a game out of it. I asked him, do you think you could be the worst lovemaker? And I said, challenge accepted. And boy, oh boy. It's the best night of our lives. It was. What, why was that the best night of your life? <laughs> <laughs> because I had sex with my wife and I did very well at it. He did very, very well. I did very well. So I the, did very good at sexing. So it's stands to argue that there are some things that you do well by virtue of doing them poorly. Jesus Christ, I guess you're right, aren't you? Please don't ruin this for me. Still short, here's another one. (laughs) He found a leprechaun in his walnut shell. Much like how some people find the Mother Mary on a tortilla. (laughs) Hardy, 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 hardy. Did you enjoy your walnut? No? Oh, It's a real leprechaun. Not only did it look like it, first I thought, I'm the luckiest guy in the world. I opened up a walnut, and inside the walnut, it looked like a leprechaun, which means I've been blessed by the leprechaun's luck. And sure enough, a moment later, it came to life. And now, because you have found me, you will be blessed with a pot of... Soup! Oh, what kind? Potato leek? Do I get to pick? Chicken tortilla. Chicken tortilla soup with the um with the crispies? With the crispies and uh, all! They're always after me, lucky soups. That sounds so familiar and, and I don't it's one of those it's like um an earworm where I know what it is, but I don't know what it is. Ah, well, I don't know what you mean. What do you think I am? Some sort of a stereotype? They're always after my lucky soup. Soup? Maybe that is it? Anyway, you can see why I feel so lucky. Bad news, guys. (laughs) He had unknowingly taken up sleepwalking as a nighttime hobby. (laughs) 
what, 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 what is it? What do you, what do you, what? What? What do you want? What do you want? Oh no. You sleepwalking again? Alright, where? Just go, just go, just, let's just get you back to sleep. Come on, just go. Alright. I thought I'd walk to the mall. Huh? I thought I'd walk to the mall. No, just go to, just go to back to bed, please, for the love of God. I'll try. Keys down and go back to sleep. I'm gonna drive to the mall. No, you don't need to drive to the mall. You're sleepwalking again. Put the keys down and go back to sleep. I know the doctor said that it would feel very important to do the things that I think I have to do, and that's how you know I'm sleepwalking. But I think I'm awake, and I know because I need to go to the mall. All right, so um, I'm looking over your chart here, and um, I don't know how to tell you this, but you're gonna really feel like it's very important to do the things that you need to do. In the middle of the night. That's how I know I'll be sleepwalking? Yeah, that's how you'll know. I, I feel well, like if it's... If that happens, then you're sleepwalking. Okay. Okay. That's a go. Uh, you're going to want to go up to the front desk for billing. How do I know that I'm not sleepwalking now? That depends. Do you feel like you have to be here at the doctor's office? Yeah. My, oh, my God. The court said I had to find out what was going on with this. You might be sleepwalking right now. And you just told me it's very important I go to the billing station. Do you agree that it's important for you to go to the billing station? I think so. Oh, my God. You might be sleepwalking right now. It was the only hospital or doctor's office that was open at four in the morning. The gentleman was clearly sleepwalking. Oh, Jesus, will you look at the time? It's four in the morning. Clearly you're sleepwalking. Okay, I think that's enough. Let's do the outro again. For producer Andy and our special guest contributor, Jacob Reed, I'm your host, Ari, and this was This Is Americans Live. Join us next time. This is Americans Live can be found wherever you get your podcasts. Be sure to subscribe, rate, and review. You can also find This Is Americans Live on Instagram at This Is Americans Live and on Twitter at Americans Live. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA.